0: Hello there, I'm Ricardo in Hortolândia, São Paulo. You are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Information and Transformation. Hi there, you're listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Lesson 4, for Sunday, October 22nd. I am Mo Sena, and thank you for joining me on this great adventure about God's mission, my mission for today's lesson today's title the gift of hospitality it is an amazing gift indeed first shall we pray dear heavenly father we are so grateful for your love for us for willing your willingness to welcome us into your home into your presence father allow us to be um, friendly and welcoming as well to other people and thank you for those friends for the brothers and sisters in christ who have this gift of hospitality teach us to be more welcoming and to open up our hearts and our homes to people who need to learn about you in jesus name amen well the lesson starts asking you to do what my friends what Exactly. Open your Bibles. Come on, Fabio, Sandali. Open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The The subtitle for this chapter is The Three Visitors. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre. While he was still sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day, Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest upon this tree. Under this tree, not upon the tree, Mo, oh, focus. <laughs> let me, verse 5, let me get you something to eat, so that you can be refreshed and then go on your way, now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered, do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sails of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that he had been prepared and set these before the man. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. "There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she, as she thought. <laughs> After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid. So she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, yes, you did laugh. Wow. But it's quite interesting here how hospitable, how welcoming Abraham was to those three strangers right and um of course the bible text is very economical so they say he got the tender calf and prepared it but um, the the of course it took hours to prepare imagine a calf So, but anyway, time was low in those days, right? Moved slowly and it was the heat of the day. So they they didn't plan to go anywhere else. It's better to take a nap and after that, the calf is going to be prepared and ready, right? But anyway, the question is, what elements of hospitality are demonstrated in Abraham's response to his guests? That's interesting. You see, it was nothing fancy. He was in a tent. But he provided a welcome a reception to those strangers that were not his friends. He didn't have a clue that they were sent from the Lord and one of them was the Lord himself. He was clueless about it. He started wondering about uh, the, who that stranger was when he started talking about Sarah, right? Now, the lesson continues. Abraham was sitting at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. This behavior was unusual. At that time of the day in summer, when the sun is at its zenith, everyone is looking for shade and for a fresh breeze. But perhaps Abraham was enduring the heat in order to help anyone who might be passing by. Okay, but that's speculation. He was sitting at the entrance of his tent, but I imagine it was a shady area. He was not in the sun. In the heat of the day, that is the time. It was a very hot time, a very very hot period. But anyway... The next paragraph, while, uh, while there, he saw three travelers. His practice most likely was to offer hospitality to strangers. This is why the initiative of the encounter was from Abraham. In the text, he ran toward them from the entrance of his tent. That is, and, uh, in, and this point is important, Abraham took the initiative to meet them even before they came to him. Genesis 18, 4 and 5 says, please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree and i will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts after that you may pass by inasmuch as as you have come to your servant abraham was aware of his mission which was to share with everyone the knowledge of the lord in a world engulfed in paganism idolatry and polytheism as we can see in this incident his most immediate way to fulfill this mission was through hospitality toward these strangers, who seemed to have just appeared on the horizon. Now, let me open a parenthesis here. Come on, come on. Uh, Abraham was aware of his mission, which was to share with everyone the knowledge of the Lord. Mm, that's not clear from the text. You are deducting that. The author is deducting that, but... In the text, he was showing hospitality. He didn't need to preach to those people. He was not in in charge of that mission. Uh, He was uh, in charge of welcoming the stranger. That's okay. But now that his mission was to teach them, uh, every stranger, about the Lord, mm -mm, I'm not that sure about it, you know. But... (laughs) Let us see this quote from Ellen G. White by, uh, by the, from the book Education, page 187. Meanwhile, Abraham's quote: great household consisted of more than a thousand souls, many of them heads of families, and not a few, but newly converted from heathenism. Such a household required a firm hand at the helm. No weak, vacillating methods would suffice. Abraham's influence extended beyond his own household. Wherever he pitched his tent, he set up beside it the altar for sacrifice and worship. When the tent was removed, the altar remained, and many a roving Canaanite, whose knowledge of God had been gained from the life of Abraham his servant, tarried at that altar to offer sacrifice to Jehovah. From the start, this man understood that God had called him to mission, And that his going to the promised land was not for a vacation, but to be a blessing to those around him and through his seed to the world. Final question. What principles of Abraham's example of hospitality can you emulate, can you imitate, can you copy in your own life? Can you replicate in your own life? What principles of Abraham's hospitality? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And again, I don't like this idea about an agenda. Like, okay, I'm going to be nice to the person so that I can tell the person about Jesus. I'm never going to do it. (laughs) Don't wait for me. I'm going to be nice because Jesus asked me to be nice. That's it. If that person wants to hear about Jesus or not, I'm not going to push them you know and um, and it's interesting you can't take every opportunity to talk about Jesus agreed but your agenda is that no matter what to talk about Jesus you squeeze in Jesus no matter the subject mm, okay well hey it's me just and I am Mo Saina for the English service School podcast lesson four for sunday october 22nd by the way today is the great disappointment celebration right it's a day that we remember about spiritual hospitality and spiritual humility as well when many uh, adventists in the 19th century expect jesus to return and unfortunately they were wrong and we should learn about this kind of humility so have a great day be humble Be hospitable, okay? That's my message for you. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes Tell friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Pretty please rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.